It is the week of Christmas. Merry Christmas, Dr. D. It is the uh, happiest time of the year. It is. For some. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I should say for some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is for me. Yeah, I love Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I, I am absolutely a Christmas fan. Uh, I'm not quite as disappointed as I used to be when I, by the way, this is Let's Get Spiritual podcast. Oh, yeah. That's in right. case you know, people tuned in and right. wasn't aware of what they were listening to since we're not exactly talking about the topic quite yet. I guess we are. It's Christmas. Yeah. 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 Um, Christmas, the day after Christmas, I mean, was depressing. <laughs> Why? Depressing. Why? Well, when you grew up, you didn't, you grew up the same way I did. Right. Well, not much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you got a new toy. Right. On Christmas. You know it's going to be 364 more days <laughs> before you get another toy. <laughs> it was tough, man. Oh, that is tough. So, brother. you know, yeah. just you, I played as much as I could with my Tonka toy or right. whatever right. it was that I got that year. Yeah. And then, but I was appreciative of having underwear without holes. Exactly. Three pair. Yeah. yeah. Got a pack of three. There you go. Socks. Socks without holes in the end. Yes. That would, yeah. by that year end, would be my stocking. <laughs> Hanging by the window with care. Oh, my. <laughs> with what in it? Do you remember? Uh, an apple. An apple. An orange. An orange. Uh, some nuts. A nut. A nut. <laughs> <laughs> not, not some nuts. A nut. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and a candy cane. And a candy cane. Yeah. And a candy cane. That's, that's okay. You know the other thing I look forward to? What's bro? that, brother? Christmas service at yeah. church. Standing outside was one of the elders, men's ministry, whatever they called it in the church I grew up. Yeah. And they were handing out brown bags. Oh, yeah. With another orange, another (laughs) apple, another candy cane, and another nut. Another nut. It was like having two stockings. Right. One from the Lord and one from Santa. (laughs) (laughs) We actually did that uh, last year. We gave out some uh, bags with uh, that stuff in it here at the church. Oh, we yeah, we did that for years, and now that I'm left, they're too cool. Yeah, <laughs> that was a nostalgic right. thing, right. and we have young leadership now. They don't have any idea about growing up that way. No, well, no. it's not that you know they would disagree with it. It right. just doesn't bring back the same memories right. that it brought for us old folk. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Us old folk. But I did. I sat there this morning. Early, I get you know that I get up early. Yes, uh, and I haven't worked for three years, and still get up early. I still get up early. Mm-hmm. I love my morning time. I do mm-hmm. a devotion, do a little prayer, and that sort of thing. But also, just kind of relax before mm-hmm. the world starts. Right. And uh, God brought to my memory um, things of my past as a child of Christmas. And I just sat there and cried oh. like Did a you really? baby. Wow. I remembered sitting as I said under my. Aluminum Christmas tree right. with the color wheel. Yes. My uh, red cellophane wreath with a plastic Santa Claus face in the middle that hung in the front window with a light behind oh, it. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I, we, yeah. when we pulled that out each year, yeah. it was just like, wow. Yeah. The world's okay. Right. Santa's <laughs> back in the window type thing. I thought about that. I thought, you know, I went, I, I remembered new set of golf clubs that I got one time. Right. Remember exactly what they look like. Uh, 22 long rifle. Mm. Got when I was a little bit older as a child, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And I, just, I asked the Lord, I said, bring back those happy memories. Mm. Just bring them back. And then if and then I thanked him for removing the difficult memories. Yeah, that's good, brother. You know? Yeah, that's well, really good. And that this mind, this thought came to mind. I thought that I would share it with the church this weekend. You know, as we get older, 
pretend only to make withdrawals mm. from my memory bank. Yeah. And one of the reasons why we get depressed and because as you get older, Christmas doesn't mean as much. Because really, if you make too many withdrawals from your bank, you run the risk of, of having an empty account. Yeah. So mm. I challenge people to make some deposits in their memory bank. That's good, brother. That's good. You don't want to be emotionally bankrupt. No, don't yeah. be emotionally yeah. bankrupt. It is all right to be nostalgic mm-hmm. and think back as I was this morning. Mm-hmm. But the Lord put on my heart, make some new memories. That's good. Make yeah. some new memories. Well, with Graham, you can. I can. Our yeah. grandson right. with people in need. Yes. Help some folks. Yes. Say a kind word to someone. Mm-hmm. Lay a little extra tip on somebody exactly, this Christmas. Exactly, brother. You know, and mm-hmm. just kind of feed that memory bank so you don't run bankrupt. I like that. I love that. Yeah, that's that's really wise. But I think a lot of older folks, and when I mean older, just mature adults, yeah. don't enjoy Christmas and everything anymore because all they've done is make withdrawals. Mm, mm. That's a good, that's a wise thought, Dr. D. Thanks that's so much. Wise. Yeah. That, that came from the Lord. That did. This yeah. morning. Yeah, very early. Very early. I bet I was up earlier than you. God never sleeps. Yeah, that's true. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think that's scriptural. Yeah, that's right in the Word, brother. <laughs> <laughs> that's in the Word. Okay, look, we're going to talk about Luke's account of Christmas in just a minute. Yeah. But uh, one thing that you promised to answer last yeah. time, that when I went back and listened to the podcast, I'm an avid subscriber to our podcast. <laughs> uh, I noticed that you snuck out without answering it. And the question was... What was your favorite Christmas gift? You know, you asked me that, and I did. I sort of dodged it. I was trying to think. Did you dodge on purpose? I don't. I don't think I did. I don't, okay. I don't think. I was I hoping you weren't being that. No. Scheming. I don't. I don't think so. No. I, I think my favorite uh, Christmas gift, Doctor D. Um, one Christmas when I was about seven or eight, I guess it was. I uh, I opened a box with a. I think it was a red bow. And my little puppy, Bullet, was there in it. My dog, go. Bullet. There you go. And uh, Bullet was mean as a bullet. And, <laughs> but he didn't He didn't eat through the box or anything. Was he a beagle? Uh, no, he was just a mutt. Just a mutt. Yeah, he was a mutt dog. But uh, I loved Bullet. And so I guess through all the years, I mean, you know, the big wheels, the evil Knievel stuff, all that kind of stuff. I love those things. Yeah. But Bullet, I think, was my favorite. That's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Leonard Skinner sang a song, Give Me Back My Bullet. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I'll have to. Yeah, give Me Back My Bullet. It was very, very. <laughs> it spiritual. Wasn't a, it was very spiritual. <laughs> Everything Leonard Skinner did was very spiritual. <laughs> Sweet Home Alabama, Freebird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, but Give Me Back My Bullet was after they had lost some popularity. Okay. And that bullet was not a bullet and a gun. It was the bullet next that they put next to your name and song on the charts. Oh. And he was wow. like, Give Me Back My Bullet. My goodness, I did not know that either, yeah, brother. Yeah, just useless trivia. Yeah, mercy, <laughs> mercy, mercy. Hey, listen, let me throw in, uh, this is like on a, what is, today is a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. If you're listening here in Chattanooga, Friday, no, Saturday, sorry, Saturday. Christmas Eve, we have a service here at 5 o'clock at the Memorial Drive campus and uh, 5 o'clock at the Access campus. Awesome. And it's going to be carols, communion, and candlelight the three C's. And then on Christmas Day, only here at the Memorial Drive at 1045. I want to invite everyone, and I know you have one that you can invite folks to as I well. I do. This will be the first time in 33 years, I guess, that not been at Dallas Bay. Right. Um, for And I think they're going to have two. 
four and five and six or something. I uh-huh. know the first one's at four. Uh, Kent Light Service, beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have the decorated just beautifully in there. I was there Sunday. Uh, but uh, I am filling in for the next several months at Fallen Water Presbyterian. Right. Cumberland Presbyterian Church. And we are having a candlelight communion at 6 o'clock. Yes. That's neat. Yeah. That is neat. It's a beautiful little church, you mm-hmm. know, probably seats 100 at the most. Mm-hmm. And uh, just a sweet, sweet spirit. And I, I'm looking forward to it greatly. I'm not looking forward to the fact I think it's supposed to be 7 degrees. I'm telling you, brother. I've been watching that. Yeah. That, and it keeps that, going down. I know. I know it. And Thursday, maybe a little snow, possibly, yeah, or possibly. into Friday. Yeah. I think as long as it's not Saturday and Sunday. I, yes. I want people to be able to attend church on right. yeah. Christmas. I mean, even if it's just bone chilling cold, come yes. on. Yeah, we'll come warm on. up the room. Come on. <laughs> warm up the room. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so right. I am exactly. looking forward to. So they, they asked me last week uh, to help them out while their pastor is recovering from a stroke. Right. And I'm going to do most of. February, March, and all through Easter, April the 9th. And I'll be doing uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Day, and the following Sunday that I'd already committed to Dallas Bay mm-hmm. <clears throat> on the 15th. Right. right. Uh, preaching there with uh, a, a series at Caesars doing um, prayer and fasting. And mm. so I think I'm preaching on the Word Ooh. that Sunday. So I'm supposed to get my marching orders here in a couple of weeks. That's so. good, brother. I'm looking forward to it, yeah, man. Yeah, man. That'd looking be great. forward to it. So I that'd love this season. I love yeah. the season at church. Yes. Uh, Sunday, I went to, my wife wasn't able to come to church with me, but I said, I got to go because I won't be there Sunday. I want to hear some Christmas hymns. Yes. Christmas carols. Right. And so your former worship pastor. Right. Who leads at Dallas Bay. Who you now, stole from me. I stole yeah. from you. Yes, yes. Gave him a real job. Right. Exactly. <laughs> 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 he was leading. It was beautiful. Uh-huh. And so uh, I just love everything about Christmas. Yeah. Luke does an incredible job. Luke is a you know, yeah. the one that people I think think of more often probably than Matthew even. Yeah. And it doesn't begin with the birth of Jesus. Mm-hmm. It begins with the annunciation mm-hmm. of the birth of John. Well, I was talking about Luke literal, but now we're, yeah, let's oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I thought yeah. you were, see, no, no, get these little clues, because I yeah. go chasing rabbits, right. and you've been really good about bringing me back to the yeah, subject. Yeah, well, I was still rabbit chasing. Oh, you were you rabbit know, chasing with still, me? Yeah, I was well, just Well, get out there about, with me, boy. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I just, I was wanting to throw Luke literal, you know, he right. does a great job. Yeah. Now, the segue, that, now we can talk about the, Luke. The Apostle you know? Luke. Yeah, last yeah. time we talked about Matthew, yeah. the Christmas story through Matthew, and now, and now Luke, uh, man, he has a, I guess the most familiar. Wouldn't you say the most? Yeah, familiar? Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. Linus made it the most familiar <laughs> in Peanuts Christmas. You know, he, when he that great theologian, that great theologian. I remember one year I yeah. I introduced that video at church uh, when I was preaching on that and said, yeah. "I want you to hear from the lips of a great theologian." I walked out, lights went down, and up came Linus. Yes, and you know, I I love that story that. Charles Schultz said yeah. they didn't want him to have that in that show. I remember show. that, yeah. And he said, well, either you have it or we don't do the show. Right, yes. And it was left, and it's one of the most memorable yes. Christmas moments in TV history. Yeah, really, I agree, right? I agree, yes, amazing. So uh, the the story of the Annunciation and the birth of Jesus Christ, but was preceded by Zacharias and Elizabeth. Right, yes. Uh-huh. And the birth of John the Baptist. yes. Not quite as miraculous, but still a miraculous birth. It's still, I mean, when you're up in your 80s, probably. Yeah. 
and uh, you had been barren, and all of a sudden you can conceive, yeah. and and you do have a baby. That I mean, that is that's pretty miraculous. Uh, but it, as you said, not as miraculous, that's right? As the conception of I don't God. know. Does the scripture tell us if this is their only child, or is this just after childbearing years? Did did John have? Brothers and sisters. I don't. I don't remember that. I, I don't, don't think it that. talks about it. Right. Does it? I, I actually yeah. read it early this morning uh-huh. in preparation for this. I just remember that. Yeah, he's a priest. Uh huh. And it, and he's it's his time to serve in the temple area. Right. And what they would do then that that course of priests that they would have, they would draw lots as to what assignment you would have. Mm-hmm. And he was the lucky one yeah. to get the assignment yes, of exactly. be actually inside. The temple and the sanctuary, not in the holy of holies, yes. but just outside, mm-hmm. he, he was serving. Mm-hmm. He could, he wasn't a high priest, right? So he couldn't go inside the holy of holies, mm-hmm. but he was just outside where the uh, incense burned. Yeah, yeah, and all of a sudden, an angel shows up. Woo! Right Gabriel. there at church. Yeah, and by the way, it does say in verse thirty-six of chapter one that she was called barren. So I, I'm assuming, assuming there was yes, no children before right, that. Yes, and. Um, and so, which adds even to the more miraculous, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, yeah, you've got Zacharias, you've got Elizabeth, and then Mary, of course, makes that visit to um, her cousin Elizabeth's house. Yeah. And she was, Elizabeth was three months with child when she got there, and Mary stayed five months. Mm-hmm. So. And uh, the ba- John the Baptist leaped in his womb. Yes. You know, Elizabeth said, the mother of my Lord, you know, and sort of confirmed what Gabriel had told Mary right. earlier. I guess, and, you know, you might have a few nights sleep after the go. Did I, yeah. Is that really happening? Yes. You know, is that, right. I mean, that's pretty incredible. It's never yes. happened before. Talked just mm-hmm. to me. Didn't tell anybody else. Right. And uh, then she goes to Elizabeth, who's in another town, mm-hmm. and says, oh, yeah. The baby inside me right. leaped because the baby that's inside you. Exactly. Yeah, yes. that's quite yeah, a confirmation. It, it is, it is, and just a, a great confirmation. One thing that happened, if you remember, and I'm sure our listeners know this, they're, they're skilled biblical scholars. Yes, they are. That uh, John's dad couldn't speak. Right, because he didn't believe at first. He had a little doubt. And so he was mute and had to use a little chalkboard. Yeah. Or a it, was the, yeah. it was the first illustrated sermons <laughs> as he wrote out yes. his message. Uh, yeah, he he couldn't speak until uh, it was time to name the child. Right, right. So she yeah. goes through all this time. He's unable to speak. Mm-hmm. She finally delivers, and they come and ask her, what you going to name this child? Mm. And she says, yes, John. Yes. They go, wait a minute. Right. And nobody in your family named John. Yes. And, you know, that was a tradition. Mm-hmm. Named after someone we found. Her husband had not spoken to him, so they go to him mm-hmm. and say, what's his name going to be? Yeah. He writes it because he's still not yet speaking. Mm-hmm. John. Yes. So God had spoken to each of them right. separately mm-hmm. and confirmed this child. After he said, John, what happened? He was, yeah. He was able to speak. Mouth, yeah, his mouth And he began to praise God. Exactly. Well, you know what is so amazing about this, Doc, and I know you know this, but for 450 years, there had been no recorded miracles. That's right. Uh, for 400 years no or so. No voice of God. No voice of God. It was like heaven had gone offline, you know, um, and no angelic intervention for over 400 years. That's four centuries. Uh, we No recorded angelic intervention into the world until it happened with Zacharias. Yeah. 
and uh, and so and then all of this is ushered in. But that's just amazing. It is amazing. It's yeah. amazing. When you said that, though, I, I wonder if you were to say that to a Jew, right? Would they would agree with you because of Hanukkah? Yeah, I, true. Yes, you true. know, but yes. we're not Jewish, right? And I don't know this as well as a Jewish person mm-hmm. would know, but I do know that they consider mm-hmm. the oil not burning up right. in the candle in right. the temple mm-hmm. uh, during this time. Mm-hmm. Being a miracle. Yeah. Yeah. You, you have an opinion about that? Not really. Okay. Um, you know, that's 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 historical. Yeah. Okay. And so... And it's not uh, written about in our Bible. Yeah. That's, well, it's not written about in theirs either. Yeah. It yeah. also occurred during that 400 years of silence. Right. Yeah. But it's not... Reco- and that's why I said the word recorded. Yeah. You know, yeah, nothing good. that's recorded. Yeah. And right. so... Uh, but yeah, that I mean, that is an amazing story. It is, you know. I and, I don't uh, know why it wouldn't be true. I mean, right. I'm not going to limit God's ability to uh, sure, sure. just increase a little bit of oil, yeah, oil exactly during a period of time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because again, it was a forerunner of the light of the world coming in the world. Yes. But His own not receiving. Right. Him. Exactly. Exactly, mm. man. Exactly. So yeah. Okay. So. Before you ever have the birth of Jesus, you have the birth of John the Baptist, who's the forerunner of Jesus, mm-hmm. who's just a few months older than Jesus. Right, yes. But his cousin, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I was just watching The Chosen this morning, the new Ooh. new season. Okay. There's two episodes out in the new season. You need to be watching it now. Yeah, well, really I watched good. those at the theater. Oh, uh, yeah, you saw both to, of them already? Yes, yes. Okay. Yes, I did. I've been watching on my phone in the morning, part of my morning devotion. Oh. Very good. It's good, it's isn't it? So Man, good. it's good. good. Night. Yeah. I watched season one. I, I did not see much of season two for some reason. Well, I'm busy. And but season three, I did go to the theater with some friends here from church. Okay, uh, Jeff and Sherry Tees, Kim and Chris, and Vicky and Junior, at Magaha, and man, we had a great time. Yeah, I I have the app on my phone. Yeah, and whenever they release a new, it, it's just immediately there. Okay, and I just sit my phone in the morning, my earplugs in, yeah. listening and watching, and uh, I think it's one of the best ever done about the gospels. I do too. I do too. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you, you know. Um, several times in season one, man, I just wept. Yeah. I mean, you I don't know, know if I've ever seen one whole episode that didn't shed at yeah. least a tear. Yeah. They're powerful. They're very they are powerful. Very, yeah. I, I encourage our people, if you don't yes. know it, you can get on, uh, your, any, any podcast, mm-hmm. uh, platform mm-hmm. search for right now. It's, it says angel on the, uh. Uh, app because that's the production company now that does it. Okay. Because they're doing other things as well. Mm-hmm. But or just look up, you know, uh, the chosen, the the chosen. Yeah. Yes. And they're they're into Jesus sending out the apostles. Now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was interesting watching that yes. uh, dynamic. There. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed rack tack bunch of people. Yeah, I'm telling there. you, man. Me preachers today. I'm telling you. <laughs> Luke chapter two. <laughs> yeah. That's where we've landed. And let me just read verse 1, and you talk about it just a little bit, and then I'll add some things. Luke 2, verse 1, And it came to pass in those days, that's an interesting statement right there, Mm -hmm. in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. Mm-hmm. What, what, what do you think about that incredible verse, just the way that, that Luke you know, begins this thought of the nativity? Yeah, the whole idea that God's appointed time. Right. You know, the, everything, you know that the Jews would have had the Messiah centuries before yeah. uh, if they had their way. Right. But God moves in his own timing. Mm-hmm. 
and there's several things that we could talk about, but it's one of fulfillment of scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think also culture was right. Right. Um, yeah. Everything was it was God's perfect timing for the Messiah to be born in the world. Not that he neglected people before. Mm-hmm. I think that the people we know in Hebrews, yeah, that people were saved before Jesus in anticipation of the coming of the right. Messiah and having yes. faith in that truth. Yeah. So. Uh, I, you know that that's a thing that we often as preachers get asked well what about the people who were right. born before Jesus yeah. or born at the same time didn't hear yeah. all those people that God had pricked their heart mm-hmm. about a promise mm-hmm. of delivering them from sin if they believed that promise right. it was accounted to them for righteousness mm-hmm. sake, yes, yes. right yeah well, Galatians 4 4 I love this verse man Galatians 4 4 says but when the fullness of the time had come God sent forth his son born of a woman born under the law when the fullness of time had come. And I think a lot of that, if you want to get, and we're not going to get that specific, is back to Daniel. In the 490 years that were allotted to the Jewish people, Mm -hmm. that 400 and something years comes up again right here that we've talked about. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, someone did the calculations on the 483rd year, Mm -hmm. Jesus is declared to be Messiah as he rode into Into Jerusalem Jerusalem, on Palm Sunday. Yeah. And we got into it a little bit. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. You know, in those days, I think it talks about, yes, about Caesar Augustus, which is an interesting character in Very. history. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but also, you know, in Luke 1, I think it's verse 5, talks about the days of Herod. You know, so all of these things coming together. Uh, one writer put it like this. I jotted it down. God doesn't roll dice. Nothing happens by chance ever. Mm-hmm. You know, so, it. Well, I mean, it was on God's timetable. It is. You know, and, and so in it came to pass in the... Those days, that a decree, you know, the word I think is dogma uh, in, in the Greek. It's an authoritative decision, um, a, an imperial edict. You know, a decree went out from this guy, Caesar Augustus, mm-hmm. who was the nephew of Julius Caesar. You know, Gaius Octavius was his birth name, you know. And, uh, but uh, this guy was an amazing builder. Yeah. Uh, and that's what you were talking about, man, culturally. Yes. You know, so the gospel could go from land to land. He built roads. He built bridges. The Roman roads just exactly. went oh, in every direction. Yeah, I mean, and you and I have stepped on some of those roads even today, 4,000 yeah. years later. Yeah, um, and they pretty much put highways and freeways yes. on the same paths. Exactly. Because they were the best way to travel. Right. You'd go right up next to the... To the River Jordan, right down yeah. by the Dead Sea, yes. by the Sea of Galilee. Mm-hmm. That was that was routes established by one trade, but right. also later by Rome, so that their soldiers could get from city to city. Yeah, yeah. Well, that guy was a military genius, really. I mean, he defeated Mark Anthony mm-hmm. and Cleopatra and and all of that. I Did mean, he do the aqueducts and things that we we'll um, see when you go I, to Israel? Herod didn't Herod do that? Herod, I think, the great. Okay. Yeah, he is the one, uh, if I remember correctly, Herod built uh, there at Caesarea by the sea. He's the one, isn't he, that built the uh, aqueduct. And yeah, the it leads all the way over to, to, to the Mediterranean. Yes. From yeah. one sea to the other. It's pretty right. amazing to see those things still standing. It is. Today. Yeah. And That's then our, also, uh, it was known as Herod's Temple. Right. Yeah, because of the renovations. Yes. Yeah. It was in ruins and, right. you know, the... the Jewish people didn't have money. They were always oppressed. Mm-hmm. And one, because he was a builder and he wanted mm-hmm. to do it bigger and better. Mm-hmm. But also I think the hand of God was on him yeah. to have that prepared. So when Jesus came, yes. much of the activity of Jesus' ministry happened in the temple area. Right, yeah. 
you had you had Solomon's temple that was destroyed by Babylon, right? And then Zerubbabel's temple, and then by the time of Herod, Herod renovated it so much, man, that it became known as Herod's temple. Yeah. Then he expanded the Temple Mount, you know, and built the fortress at Masada. Right. I mean, it was. And then what we've talked about at Caesarea. Yeah. This guy comes along, and uh, and he too was a great builder. Um, military genius. He brought prosperity to Rome like none other. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was amazing. To pro- and then also the peace of Rome. Yeah. Uh, the Pax Romana. Yes, and also yeah. called the Pax Augusta because of his name, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's interesting that he was so well known and uh, that the, the month August is named after him, actually, you know. And so um, Caesar Augustus was an amazing person. And uh, amazing, too, that Luke who is the writer of this gospel, begins by saying that this is an accurate account. Yeah. And he's writing it to Theophilus, who is a believer, but doesn't have the details of the story. Mm-hmm. And so he could have been hired by Theophilus. Mm-hmm. We don't know. We, right. that All that story is unknown. We can conjecture all. Yeah. But what Luke is doing is setting a well-known framework of time because mm. not only does he talk about Augustus mm-hmm. he says Quirinius who's governor of Syria right at the time exactly exactly why bring him in right what's yeah. he got to do with the story he yeah. didn't make the tax yes he did it so that this story can mm-hmm. be validated and mm-hmm. verified for, by historians, by yeah. people who come afterwards and go, well, this is some obscure story about some Nazarene mm-hmm. supposed to be going around and doing this, and yeah. Lord knows if you can, oh yeah, yeah, this is exactly, go check the records. Right, Luke sort of put a time stamp on yes. it. Yes, yeah. more than yeah. anyone else. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Um, Caesar Augustus, the that really wasn't his name, of course, it was more of a title. Right. You know, Augustus means reverend, uh, revered rather, or honored. You said his name was Gaius. Gaius, uh, Octavius, you know. Um, so we got and, August and October from this day. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. It sounds like maybe he really did uh, uh, make an impression. He, he put out this decree that uh, all the world should be registered. Yes, know? and so you know uh, why? Yeah, I to mean, be taxed. To be taxed. Um, the to get the military rolled down to be taxed. And so it does in verse 2, as you just pointed out a little bit ago, that it took place when Quirinius, 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 I just uh, think easy it's for a me K. to say. I yeah. just think of it as a K. Yeah, it's good. Quirinius. Yeah, that's good. Quirinius yeah. was governing Syria um, down in the Judea area. Mm-hmm. And uh, so all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Now, this is where the prophetic mm-hmm. voice comes out, Yeah, you know, because we know Micah 5, 2. That Jesus would be born in Bethlehem, yeah, Ephrathah, yeah, you know, and um, a little town of Bethlehem, oh, little, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, he was, and of course, uh, because it says Joseph was of the house and lineage of David, right? You go always back into Scripture and find Mm -hmm. that that is the home place. That is where the prophet went searching, told by God to find uh, the new king, Mm -hmm. right? Right, and he did so. Went to visit Jesse. Yes. And he had several sons, and there, right. uh, none of the sons that Jesse would have put up for, right. you know, the kingship. No. Uh, this no. was the youngest son right. who kind of, I don't know whether he was fair or whatever, but he was a shepherd, not a soldier. Right, yeah. And But God said to Prophet Samuel, this is 
mm-hmm. the man. Mm-hmm. This is the man. Yeah. And so while Saul is still king, this man is being chosen as king, his usurper of the throne. Wow, wow. And Solomon wasn't jealous at all, was he? No. <laughs> <laughs> let's pin him to the wall with yeah. a spear. <laughs> yeah, let's do, let's do this. So, yeah, it was, uh, this is the place where Jesus would be born, the Messiah would be born. Yeah. We found out in Matthew that the, the, the Magi actually thought that perhaps he's going to be born in Jerusalem. Yeah, yes. Because it's so close, and he's, they're following that star as we spoke last week. Right. They end up, once the star disappears, they go, well, it must have been leading us to Jerusalem, mm-hmm. so let's go talk to Herod. Mm-hmm. Can find out that the star reappeared and dro- brought them back mm-hmm. to Bethlehem. They mm-hmm. probably passed Bethlehem on the way yeah. to Jerusalem. Yeah, uh, it's only about five miles or so. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, But we get this other story from Luke and uh this is the famous story of the innkeeper. Yes, yes. It's you know. Let me read verse four because man, it's it's packed. Yeah. And then uh, Joseph also went up from Galilee. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah nine one talks about Galilee, and that's prophetic as well. Out of the city of Nazareth, mm-hmm. uh, into Judea, to the city of David, as you were talking about, mm-hmm. which is called Bethlehem. That name means house of bread. That's right. And uh, so because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife. We talked about that right uh, last time. Who was with child. I love what the King James says. Who was great. Great with child. Was great she with is child. more than showing. Yes, yes. She yes. was ready to deliver. She was. She was ready. And so that's what it says in verse 6. And so it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. So it wasn't that night. And, you know, we typically the Christmas stories are written, yeah. the plays are written, where they come stumbling into town, she has the baby three hours later. Right. <laughs> it, exactly. They were there. Yeah. You know, yes. we don't know if they were there a few days or a week, but mm-hmm. they had arrived in Bethlehem, and uh, the, they had a hard time finding a place to stay. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. In verse 7, she brought forth her firstborn son, which means that she would have other children. Yes. Uh, she was not a perpetual virgin. I think we mentioned that last week. Yeah. She brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes yeah. and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. So the innkeeper is inferred. Everybody thinks the innkeeper is named in Scripture. He's not. No, he's not. And we don't know the reason why. No one said, you know, we've made him a bad guy. Mm -hmm. We've made him a very helpful guy. Right. What we do know is that because so many people were flooding into Bethlehem Mm -hmm. because of the census. Right. uh, That there were very few places to stay. Yeah. And, you know, people were sleeping by the the roadside. Mm -hmm. But you had a unique situation here where there's this woman who needs to have a place to have a baby. Mm -hmm. And so this guy does offer probably where newborn sheep are laid. Mm. Mm. That's where we talked last year. We didn't get into the Magdal Idar, the Tower of the Flock. Right. Where Old Testament prophecy that he shall come, mm-hmm. the one that is you know past, present, and future shall come to mm-hmm. the Migdal Idar, a place where they would lay newborn uh, sheep, wrap them in cloth mm. to keep them warm, right. to watch over them until they could release them back into the flock because they were probably sheep that were going to be offered for sacrifice in Jerusalem. Mm. That That's my funny. wife's favorite story in all the Christmas stories. She's, oh, tell them that. Tell oh, them wow. that. You know, because so cool. to me, yeah. that that is so deep. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, that is that is the Christmas story. That is the that's Christmas the purpose. story. That's the Christmas story. You know, um, I was reading somewhere, Doc, that uh, these swaddling clothes, it just reminded me of this, that, um, no, this didn't happen. It's not recorded in Scripture, and it's, it's silly. But that when they went to Egypt and they stayed in Egypt, um, some wrote that uh, that Jesus was crawling around and threw his swaddling clothes on people who were demon possessed, and they were exercised. I mean, the demons went out of them, and and that doesn't that bless you, brother? That's an interesting yeah. story. And that when he toddled along, that idols fell over. You know, that's the extra biblical stuff yeah. that people write about, you know, and they claim it as truth, mm-hmm. but that none of that is mentioned in Scripture at all. Yeah. I think the swelling cloth became the Shroud of Turin. You do? No. I was about to say, <laughs> what? <laughs> I just thought, if you're going to come up with those fantastic did, stories, did, I yeah. got one did to toss it. Did you see it. my eyes I know, you then? were what is yeah. this man saying? I thought, okay, let me try to top that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they sewed them together later. Right, okay. And laid it on the burial of Jesus, which later became the Shroud of Turin. Wow. Yeah, let's, give me a scripture and I'll preach that Sunday, brother. <laughs> I need to look. <laughs> I know it's in there somewhere. <laughs> First parenthesis. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, so there's no room in the end. Right. And I agree. I mean, we've made him to be a good guy, bad guy. You know, it was just busy. It was a it busy, was busy time. And he did give up maybe a spot. Maybe maybe the innkeeper had nothing to do with it. You know, they're right. standing there at the inn and there's no place to stay. Yeah. And shepherds mm-hmm. go, well, we got this place where we birth sheep. Right. Exactly. It could have been the shepherds that invited them. Could in. be. We're not told. Yeah, because the next verse says, and they're in the same country, shepherds. Here we yes. go. Living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night, and an yeah. angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. I would be too, brother. <laughs> Amen. You know, angels are amazing creatures, yes. and you know, we it uh, occurs in almost every major event, yeah, including in the Christmas story. You got Zechariah sees an angel. You've got Mary, you know, visited by Gabriel himself. Joseph. Joseph. Yeah. I mean, angels are very prominent. Mm-hmm. They are messenger. That's what right. angel means, messenger. Mm-hmm. And so they're bringing the good news mm-hmm. of the birth, and that's what the angels actually say: "Well, to bring you good tidings of great news, which shall be to all people." Right. Yes. This day, born in the city of David, is a savior, mm. is Christ the Lord. I love that. Yeah. I absolutely love that. Um, and this will be assigned to you. And, and, it, and it goes on to tell that he will be wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Mm-hmm. And then there was this uh, multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, and they break out, you know. And so. It's my view, yeah. too, as we shared last year. I don't think that they went peeking in every manger looking because there weren't that many mangers. Right. Sheep don't go to a manger to eat, sheep mm. eat in the field. Yeah. Manger is a specific place for other animals, but brought to this manger. I think that you know the definite article could have been used there rather than a manger, the mm. manger, mm. where they would know what manger to go to because it would be the manger where they would take newborns. Yeah. And so these shepherds come in and go straight to that spot and find the baby lying there yeah. wrapped yeah. in swaddling cloth. Right. That's good. I love that. I really, really, really love that. Luke is, uh, man, he is amazing as he writes this. He really mm-hmm. is. Because you don't have anything really in Mark. Right. And you don't have really anything in John. No. So we, we just really have to look at uh, Matthew 
and Luke and sort of do a slow walk through them. Right. We wouldn't know anything about the angels if it was only for Matthew. Right. We wouldn't know anything about the Magi if it was only for Luke. Right. So we put the yeah. two Gospels together to get a full, complete story. Why uh, Luke didn't include the Magi? Probably only because of all the interviews he did, no one was there who knew him. Remember, the Magi came to Herod. He didn't interview Herod. Herod was dead. Right. He, he certainly didn't interview the religious leaders in Jerusalem. Yeah. And so who would he have talked? Mm-hmm. You know, he, Mary could have told him. I'm mm-hmm. feeling that he interviewed her mm-hmm. for this story. Uh, but if he's just interviewing for, okay, I need to learn about the birth. I want to tell Theophilus about how Jesus was born mm-hmm. of a virgin. Magi really didn't have anything to do right. with that portion of Scripture. So they're omitted. Yes, yeah. But, boy, right. the angel. You know, when Mary tells the story, he goes, let me tell you about these angels. Oh, yeah. Yes. And as I sent to you, you may not have read it yet, but I sent to you my dramatic monologue that I wrote mm-hmm. about the old uh, shepherd. Right. He interviewed, I'm sure, shepherds. Yes, yes. And because he's interviewing after the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, probably into somewhere in the 80s, 50s, mm-hmm. uh, it would have been an old shepherd. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I just conjectured about who that old shepherd might be when right. I wrote that story. But some shepherd who knew about this whole account that gave him the story about the birth of Jesus. Mm, 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 mm. I have not read that yet, but I will You're read that. You're a busy that. man. I am a busy man, brother. <laughs> but I will read that. I was really hoping you would adopt it and do it this Sunday. <laughs> I'm not going to walk out in a bathrobe, brother. Come on now. That's what you do. I mean, that's I'm what you do. I'm trying to remember. Actually, I know I put, yeah, I think I put the headdress on and the, uh, yeah, I probably did. You had a crook cane, I'm I, sure. I had a crook. Yeah. Uh, and I brought a little stool out and oh, sat down on the stool. Okay. You know, they wouldn't, a shepherd would not have sat in a big pastor's yeah. chair or anything no, like no, that. No, no, no. And um, so I sat down on the stool and, yeah. and shared the story. Unbelievable. Yeah, I, I still want you to read it because it, it moves me to tears even now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the direction that the Lord maybe lead kind of that story right. from. Yeah. He, he had a child who was killed by Herod. Mercy. Mm. But mm-hmm. later, Luke comes along and says, there's any shepherd left It was here yeah. at the birth of Jesus. Well, there's this old shepherd, you know. Yeah. It's a pretty remarkable story if you want to hear it. Okay. Wow. And so now the death of his child, it it's closure. Mm-hmm. There was a reason this yeah. happened. Yeah. And it just, uh, anyway, you need to read it. Yeah, I will. I will. I'll tell you what, I've been unpacking Psalm 22. This is way off the subject. But man, I'm telling you what, you're talking about pre-written history, brother. Mm-hmm. It is that is an amazing psalm. Just as you know that that deals with the death of Christ, right? You know, accurate man, just like the Micah five twos and the Isaiah nine one, and That's right. all Isaiah through Isaiah nine. Yeah. yeah, all that. It, it's amazing. It really, really is amazing. That's one of the thing. That's one of the reasons that I love Scripture so much is prophecy. Yeah, fulfilled prophecy. This I don't want to get off subject either, but. There, there's a thing that happened in 1947. It's called the the uh, discovery of the Dead Sea Scrolls. Yes, and they took so long to disseminate uh, to to put into the culture. Right. There's a group of scholars who grabbed hold of, mostly religious scholars. Mm-hmm. They had so little faith and trust in the Word of God. They were afraid that if they were to to release mm. these documents, that they would show errors and discrepancies in right. Scripture and discredit the Bible. Mm. It took them so long, and but when they did release it to the public, it only substantiated mm-hmm. the authority of the Bible. And I'm going to tell you, this is a decision I made, uh, Brother T, when I started preaching. Mm-hmm. I'm going to preach the Bible. Yes. 
and I'm going to study the Bible, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be honest about the Bible. Mm-hmm. And the more I studied and the deeper I dug mm-hmm. over the years, it became more reliable. So then even in the days of doubt that I had, and every preacher has doubt, oh, yeah. every Christian yes. has a doubt, mm-hmm. I kept going back to the Word and going, how? Mm-hmm. Could this have possibly happened? Right. Unless there was a divine hand behind Amen, it. Amen, brother. Amen. It is the greatest yeah. uh, proof, mm-hmm. I guess I should say, mm-hmm. of the validity of our faith. Mm-hmm. We have not met Jesus right. face to face. Exactly. We, we know exactly. him in our heart. Mm-hmm. The Spirit of God dwells within us. Mm-hmm. But the thing that we can point to mm-hmm. and skeptics try to throw trash at it all the mm-hmm. time. And I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, as the old song says, you know, dictators and emperors have tried to destroy it. Yeah. But you can't destroy it. You can't. The Bible says of itself, the word of God right. shall dwell, live, exist mm-hmm. forever. Everything else is going to pass mm-hmm. away. But it's truth. Right. And it's in it, as you said, are you read something Psalm twenty two? Yeah. Uh Isaiah fifty three, Isaiah nine, right. Daniel seven, nine. Mm-hmm. You go, wait a minute. Right, exactly. That was written on another continent mm-hmm. in another time, yes. hundreds of years, thousands of years mm-hmm. before Dead Sea Scrolls, a thousand years older than any other manuscript of Scripture we have. Right. If it was going to be wrong, mm-hmm. it would have happened during that period of time. I no. totally agree, man. It's not, it's not, it's and not you can look at the Koran, you can look at the Book of Mormon, and they have no prophetic word. Right. They have no prophetic word. Uh, scripture is re- replete with it. I mean, it's just absolutely replete with it. Yeah, it's amazing. So, yep. So we're about at the end of our time. Everyone knows this story, but man, when you just, I get excited every time I read it again. Right, yes. Every time I read it again, it is just an affirmation as to the God we serve who mm-hmm. loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son. Yes. yes. Not for the purpose of living, but for the purpose of dying. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Imagine that. Imagine hearing that, his love. Yes. Not that we love God, but that he loves us. Yes, right? brother. That's good. That's yeah. good. That'll preach. That'll preach. That'll preach, brother. I think That'll I preach. Have preached it before. Yeah, I believe you have. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, of all the you know, I, I do love Christmas. I love everything about it. I love the food. Mm. I love the atmosphere, the lights. Just mm. Presents. Have you been to? <laughs> I love presents. I love to give presents. I love to receive presents. <laughs> My love language is give me. <laughs> I added a fifth. <laughs> give me. Uh, have you been to Hoosville yet? Who? Well, Whoville. Oh, I have. Whoville. We go every year. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, we went through there about a week or so ago. It was a very dreary night, so there weren't many people, mm-hmm. which was great. Yeah. Because you didn't get caught up in all right. the traffic. But right. yeah, we have done that for the last. Every long they've had it. Right. I took Skeeter, Skeeter, Scooter last yeah. year. Man, I tell you what, that was amazing. Yeah. I haven't made it this year yet, but I won't. That's say. only less than a mile from the church that I'm right. going to be helping out. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, up there. Okay. And yeah, I'm right. kind of dreading it because of the traffic. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it is a, an amazing subdivision here. Right. Mm-hmm. The canyons. One whole area of that subdivision, not the whole subdivision. Right becomes Whoville when you go in there. And it's a lot of fun. It is. It's amazing. It really is amazing. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. All right, bro. 43 minutes. That's our time. Merry, merry, merry Christmas, Doc. Merry Christmas to you, brother, and to everyone that is listening. We hope that you have just a wonderful and blessed and safe and try to stay warm this Christmas, right? Amen. God bless to all of you.